I'm so excited for you guys to to listen in on this podcast. We had a lot of fun, and um, we talk about some of our favorite things. And one of, one of the things that Loann brings up is how she loves to organize, and she was a little nervous about saying that she likes to organize, but I love a good organizational tip. Hello. Um, and especially during these times when things feel so out of control, um, having some little tiny control <laughs> feels good. <laughs> so um, I am really excited for you to hear this podcast. We have some good conversations about cancer. Loanne has seen, um, unfortunately, a lot of loved ones go through it. And she's been up front with a lot of people helping to take care of them. And so it's a really great conversation. Thanks for listening in. Drive Kansas to Radiation Podcast. <laughs> I'm in the car with my friend Loanne, and she's real nervous about podcasting today. Say hello to everybody. Hello. <laughs> she's kind of doing this out of duress, but <laughs> she loves me, so she's playing along with my fun game. Absolutely love you. That's yes. Right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for doing it. I appreciate it. Um, okay, friend. When did we meet and what bonded us to each other? So I can't tell you the exact time, but it was during school. Our kids are schooling. Um, probably during a sporting event. I would say probably Garrett's sporting event because he's closer to my kids' age. Yeah. And I think we just started talking and you and I both knew we had faith. Yeah. And um, Sunshine, of course, was there. Yeah. And I, it was just very comfortable for me. And I felt bonded. I don't know if you felt yeah, bonded. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was just very comfortable for me. And I loved knowing that someone knew me and my heart. And I knew you understood that. So That's really tender. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I loved hanging out in the gym with you. It was so fun. My rear end did not do well through those oh, years, but we spent a lot of time in the bleachers. Yes. You probably more so than than I, but yeah, a long time. That was a rough <laughs> few years. <laughs> a lot of that. I feel like we should have been doing laps, and we we did not. I agree totally. Uh, I see Dr. Miller, and every year after sports seasons were over, I'm like, I'm here to get readjusted so I can go sit on the benches again. <laughs> yes. Okay, I love to talk about kindness. I think um, you are a very kind and thoughtful person. Thank you. you are, and um, you love to give gifts. I came to this car, and you had figured out my favorite snacks, and you had my favorite drink. It's very sweet and thoughtful. Um, I personally, and I bet you think this too, I think the world runs on kindness. I feel like kindness is that thing where like love just flows right through it. Yeah. Do you think so too? Yes. yes. Um, I think, you know, especially recently in our lives, just the smallest act people react to these days because they haven't had it. And we've been barraged with such negativity. And um, I don't know, I can just tell you every day I try to do something, even if it's as small as picking up a piece of trash or putting someone's cart away, anything. Yeah. Just because I'm hoping someone will feel that and pass it on. Yeah. Yes. I, I, we are the same in that. I totally agree. And I think it's really powerful and underrated. I agree. And it doesn't have to be anything big. No. That's what, I think people think they have to do something so spectacular and 
the other day I got something off the shelf in the store for like She was like, thank you so much. And I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is set low, unfortunately. <laughs> so yeah, the threshold is not, does not take much. Um, what is something kind someone has done for you recently? Well, as we spoke um, yeah. before we started, my daughter, who is so kind, she is away. She lives in another state and she up and on my way to work said hey I ordered you a drink to Starbucks you can go pick it up and I just thought that was the sweetest little thing yes. <laughs> and it's like this new thing that we're, we're figuring out that if you have the app you can order it for anyone anywhere you just have it sent to their Starbucks yes, yes totally shocked by that <laughs> she's like do you have the app I'm like no what do we do with the app? <laughs> and then she was telling me, so it was pretty cool. And then I got to do that today for Candace. I had your drink already, so. I know. The app, I would say, highly recommend. You get free drinks out of it and stuff out of it. So, okay. What is super interesting or fun for you right now? So, fun and interesting. Um, I'd have to say, okay, my life is pretty boring. I'm pretty dull, but... I do put a lot of time into work, so on my spare time, I like to do weird things. Like, I like to organize. Yes. That is, like, one yeah. of my things. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> so I have just been, on my downtime, been spending time literally organizing, like, a cupboard or a drawer just so oh. I can get it all done in my house. That's been one of my goals. Okay, hold on. Time out. I need to tell you what Gracie and I did. Okay. okay. So in the in the deep parts of cancer journey, when nothing, when I can control nothing, yeah, I can I can make something look pretty, right, yeah. and organized. Yeah. So we watched all of the home edit on yes. Netflix. Do you love that show? I love that show. Right. <laughs> so then, and everything that they do is like a rainbow. They put everything in a yes. rainbow. I'm not that good, but I do like that. So we gathered all the books we own, and it's a lot. Did you do that? And we did it. We put it in. We put it in our bookcase and across, and like it made it so pretty. And totally, Gracie helped me out. And I'm so jealous. <laughs> I want to do that, but I don't own that many books. That is so cool. Oh, it was great. Aspen just redid my cookbooks, doing the same thing. That's a good idea. I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. I like that. So another one of my fun things right now is we have an eight-month-old puppy. So yeah, he's a beast though. And so I like, with Chrissy's help, she always gives me good information. Um, been trying to teach him things. So that's been a fun thing for me. And then of course, seeing Haley or Hunter, I always look forward to FaceTime or time with them in person. Those are my... That's your top And of course, my husband's just a given. Don't think I left him. <laughs> He's just a given. <laughs> you always like to hang out with him. Yes. For sure. Um, okay. Is there a book, a show, a podcast, or a food that you love? Obviously, we, we both would recommend you watch The Home Edit because it is incredible. What do you like about that show? You know, I just like the fact that you can take chaos and make it look kind of like what you said, organized and controlled. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, this is still chaos, but it's pretty. It's okay. <laughs> so, like, my problem was when we moved into our house, I had all these dreams of being fully organized and everything, but the kids were full on into school and sports and, you know, me working, and I never got that luxury to do that. 
so now that they're gone, it's like I'm just trying to do what's always been in my head, but I haven't been able to do. That's exciting. So, like, literally my bathroom drawers look like, I don't even know, like when they show a picture in a magazine of a makeup drawer and it's just Ooh. tons of product, just like that. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't handle this. I don't even know what's in here. Yes. So I just took it all out, divided it, sorted it, and put it in little containers, and I'm so happy. Every morning I open my drawer, and I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> okay, that has been bugging the fire out of me. There's a drawer in my bathroom that's the same way. It's a top drawer, and I swear to God, like, there's even stuff from homecoming and prom, like, yeah. just random hair yeah. things and old makeup I don't need. Yeah. Stuff I just need to th- edit, as they would say, yes. you edit. And then you you clean, yes. and then you buy the organizational tools, and then you like stick to it, stick to it, man. Yes. And I have to say, so I love the stuff the Home Edit has, but don't think you have to spend a fortune to do that stuff. I go to the dollar store all the time and get containers okay. and things that match and make them fit in my drawers, and I'm organized. There so you go. hot tip right there, yep. hot tip from Loanne. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we're, we're here's what we're recommending. Just choose one, just choose one small thing, yep. right? Yeah, because otherwise it's way overwhelming. And this way you feel accomplished, right? You got exactly. something done and you're like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. So then you have the energy to do the next thing. <laughs> Which is true. And I'm telling you right now, as a cancer patient, I had zero energy. But I also had a, I had a Gracie, so she was a helper. But we also, because the bookcase felt so successful, we tackled my closet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that it was horrible. Oh, yeah, it was. So everything, I, I don't have the cool wooden hangers because I didn't want to spend that kind of money. I know, right? But I did have enough where I could choose all white. Yeah, yeah. So all white hangers, and then everything was rainbow. And then on the top, like, all the dresses were together, all the pants were together, and all the shirts were together. So I have a lot of retail experience. So okay. my closet has always been <laughs> When you, every day when you're organizing and folding clothes, you automatically do that in your own, at least I do, in my own house, because that's what I had to make sure was done, right? So when we moved into our house, my mother-in-law, I'll never forget, she had to help us put some stuff in. She goes, your stuff is all folded in your drawers, like your underwear. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) that's what I do. So, oh. yes, I love I I love that. I mean, that's probably the one thing I've always done that's been easy for me. So now I'm venturing out into other parts of, of the house. Yes, nice. yes. Yeah, highly recommend. It's very satisfying. It can be overwhelming, but it's okay. It's okay to edit. Well, and you don't... I think everybody thinks you have to do it all at once. No. And another... You want another tip yes. for me? I put a little basket in my bedroom because it won't fit my closet. And if I wear something and decide I don't like it or I try it on, I don't like it, I throw it in the basket and then I donate it. See? It's Are working. You ready to go. Yep, it's working. I love it. Um, I love that. You know what I used to do? <laughs> um, I might do it again when I'm feeling better. I think I will. But I would have these parties and I would oh. just invite. Yes, yes. Do you remember? Yes, my sister-in-law did one of those. Yes, you swap your stuff. yes, you so swap fun. your things. So everybody can bring five things, and you have you invite your friends, and you try to invite as many friends as you possibly can from a wide range of sizes yes. and shapes, yes. so that everybody has something else to swap with. Yes. 
you know, if you have a size 24 friend and a size 2 friend, it's not going to work. <laughs> Unless they have accessories and shoes. In my case, I took something for my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Grab those other things from your kids. Yeah. Um, and it was so fun. We had, I set up a little boutique mm -hmm. in our dining room mm -hmm. and um, then everybody, we could draw, we drew numbers, yeah. see who would go first and then it was like five at a time because I had, gosh, I had 40 people over. Yeah. So it was really fun. So there, then when we were done, everybody got something new to them, which felt like fun shopping for free. Yeah. And then all of it, the rest of it got donated to charity. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's so fun too. I mean, and you don't feel pressured. It's not like no. I have to get something or you have to keep something or no. I don't know. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. Those are our two recommends. <laughs> Go do it friends. It's really fun. Okay. Is there, is there something about me you've always wanted to know, but never asked? Honestly, no. Because I'm an open book. I know, and I think I share too much, so you probably know way more about me than most people. We are, are we oversharers? I think I'm an oversharer. <laughs> <laughs> or are we just right? We're just right. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> that didn't sound convincing. <laughs> um, okay. This, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Okay. What is your experience with cancer? Oh my gosh, these are the questions that are rough. But um, I, I told Candace I'm not good with detail. I wish I was, but I think that's kind of my coping mechanism. Sure. Um, but we've I've had two grandparents that have passed away from different cancers. Um, I've had friends um, that have had cancer um probably the two that well there's several but the two that affected me the most were my goddaughter she's very young I don't even think she was 30 yet had breast cancer she's so far a survivor very successful survivor um and my very close friend in Lewiston she was 30 when she found out she had breast cancer and she had the BRCA gene, so she okay. had everything yes. taken care of. Yes. Um, and just going through that with them was, I, I always look at it as a good thing because it teaches me things that I don't know not dealing with cancer, but that maybe I could help someone else with and let them know that, hey, you know, I've been with these people. It's been rough, but they're here, they're survivors. You know, I'm, I get to experience the after with them, and um, it, it's going to be okay, you know, because yeah. that's the hard part. When you first find out, you don't know. And, you know, I try to stay positive. That's one thing I learned from another friend who had cancer. She said, I'm only going to have a positive attitude, so don't bring any negativity around me. Job, and I friend. said, not a problem, you know. <laughs> you even, yeah, no. Yeah, and I actually really enjoyed my visits and time with her because we didn't think about yeah. negative things. Yeah. We just talked about positive things, and it was it was actually enjoyable my conversations with her. So, yeah. a lot of experience, not always good, but a lot of good things learned for me. A lot of information, a lot of understanding. It teaches you, like. I, okay, when I was younger, I'd have to say I didn't understand a lot of things about health. Yeah. And people would get sick, and I'd be like, why can't they just do this? Or why can't they? Yeah. And I don't say that anymore. I'm just like, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's affected differently. Yeah. Everybody has different treatments. So you don't know what they're going to experience. 
and all you can do is be there for them, right? And try to understand, so. Yeah. Yeah. Especially within, even within certain types of cancers, mm-hmm. there's a wide range of how they treat even just, just breast cancer. Very much so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's so many different ones, and you're, you're, body is different so they have to treat it differently and yeah I've never known anybody to have the exact same treatment never ever no no I was just in cancer group and cancer group has like all the different kinds of cancers nobody has the same one not even the same body part of cancer and so there's like this commonality that we're all going through this but everybody it's really fascinating to hear their treatment because you, it's completely different from everybody else's. Right. And I guess I didn't say, because my dad's such a trooper, <laughs> that he had kidney cancer, which he handled very gracefully. I mean, it was pretty simple. And then he had um, prostate cancer, yeah. which I've known several men to have prostate cancer. And again, it's kind of the same. Like, yeah. they treat it all differently yeah. for different ages and um, life stages. So, sure. yeah, cancer is an interesting beast. Um I, you know, I I don't know if people will think this is funny, but my dad always says if you live long enough, you're probably going to experience it one way or the other. True. And I said, I kind of agree with you on that. That's true. Yeah. So uh, it's just, it's a tough thing, but all I want to do is be there for my friends, like Candace, yeah. that are dealing with it and do the best I can for them. Yeah. So. Definitely. I think that's, I think that's what, um, what I want to kind of normalize on this podcast are conversations like this. We don't like to talk about it cause it's not great. And, um, but like your dad very wisely said, <laughs> most of us are going to experience it one way or the other. And so it's good. Like you're talking about to kind of arm yourself beforehand with some information about what it may be like and some compassion, um, and some understanding that it's different for everybody. And so like judging a situation in that you, like, you don't know. Um, I think the gentlest way, wouldn't you say is just be like, how can I help you today? But, but if there's an ask from a friend, like jump on that ask. Um, I, but especially if you get to be close, like you were talking about with your friend, if you get to be close with them, it's a real honored place to be. It is. She, um, you know, she's uh, anybody who lives through cancer. I consider, I don't know, they're just a different kind of hero. And see, now you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> they're just a different kind of hero, and I've always looked up to them, and I just have so much admiration for them. Look, there's tears, Candace. <laughs> so yes, I think you're right. I mean, you just you need to learn what each person needs. It's gonna be different. Um, And also, I have to say, you know, I've learned little things that I can share with other friends, and I think they've been helpful, but also you just don't want to force that information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to be like, you should be doing this, or you should have done this, or, you know, you just can't say that. You just have to say, hey, you know, this worked for my one friend. Would it work for you? And just go from there, because it's, yeah, some people, and I've encountered some people that are just mad they've had cancer and that's a rough one for me because I always try to be positive so I'm like oh my gosh yeah and I think part of the grief stage is some anger for sure um but I do think just encouraging people that if you're struggling with the anger you're struggling with the fear 
um, to really seek a counselor, to seek a therapist to help you walk through it because it is traumatizing. And if you're having a hard time kind of stepping out and finding some joy and finding um, some light, like really do seek counsel. I, I think that is important yes. um, because it is, it's not easy. It's not easy for sure. No, and you know, I didn't, I didn't have to live in those houses with my friends, but you know, most of them had good support systems. I think the one I felt was the easiest was the one with a positive attitude, oddly enough. Um, I think she just had a different mindset, but um, I also think she didn't allow herself to go through the why me anger phase. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She just said, I'm going to hit this head on with this attitude and this is what's going to happen and it's going to be done. And she did. And that's the way it is. You know? Yeah. I, yes, I can relate to that a lot um, because you, you're just, it's a choice that you make on how you feel like you're going to walk through your journey. Right. And um, that, yeah. And everybody's journey is different, but I would say be supportive of somebody's journey, whatever that is, whatever that is for yes, them. That's I think that's so important. Yeah, we can't we can't impress our own judgments and opinions on someone going through something that we have no clue yeah. what they're going through. Yeah. Um, even cancer patient to cancer patient, like because like I said, everybody's process is really different. So, um, and that's just honoring. I think somebody's. I feel like everybody's made in the image of God. There's not a person on this planet who's not. And so when you honor that person, um, that they're made in the image of God, you honor everything about them. Yes. And yeah, and that kind of puts it in perspective. Yeah. I think that's true with anybody you encounter in life. You know, you have to remember that they're not you. They're not going to be you. They're here for a reason. They're here to not be you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that goes just with everybody you meet, and you meet everybody for a reason. Everybody. That's right. I agree. Um, do you have any questions for me that you'd like to ask? everybody individually on how they were going to walk through this and they're they're built like we we're just talking about they're built differently yeah. and they process differently yeah. and um I would say it is absolutely affected my kids and my husband and it, no one comes out of this unaffected and they all handle it differently in their own way of handling things and um and so we've had to try to be like there's been times where all of a sudden, you know how there's times in your family where all of a sudden there's like intense, why are we all being intense right now? And then we have to realize, oh wait, there's a lot of pressure going on right now. There's outside pressure happening and we're kind of all reacting to it and we're not remembering that like, oh, we need to give each other grace, yes. right? Um, so it's not all hunky-dory all the time, but I think that um, everybody individually is doing the best that they can with what they've been dealt. Well, and don't you 
believe that, I don't know how to, I'm probably saying this wrong, but you see their traits that you know they have that are good just really yes. blossom and, I don't know how to say it, it just explodes. Like, the, these traits you know they have, but you yes. you see, but they just really kind of explode and you're like, oh my gosh, my child, you know, <laughs> they're doing yes. these things that I know are in them, but you just don't see it to that extent, yes. you know? I've, I've sat with Garrett and he very quietly and gently has pastored me through this. He's very much shepherding my heart and wanting to know how I am doing on that level. And it brings him joy to have those conversations with me. And Aspen very thoughtfully and internally has taken everything in and is processing it. And when she comes and she's ready on her time, then she wants to process in her own way. And Gracie is extremely practical and very much like hardworking. She will work on my behalf in a very strong and powerful way. And I, she, it's been crazy to watch. And then Mike is, he's always been a problem solver. He will always be a problem solver. And so he's very task oriented and he is just like, these are the things we're doing and we're going to get through these things and I'm going to be there at every moment for those things. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I know. I, I can see some of your posts and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, there's, wow, there's so much scared and unknown there's so many blessings yes. you know there's so many blessings you don't realize you're going to experience until you do yes so yes. and I yeah and I I just I'm very grateful for each one of them and how they have loved me through this and um, I get a lot of grace to be to feel sick I get a lot of grace to be tired yeah. I get a lot of grace to be like I can't do that right now and um, and I I know that that puts I, I, I was a hard working mama so I know that that puts a load on everyone else yes. <laughs> and your kids are awesome I mean you've got to give yourself some credit right I mean they wouldn't be the kids they are today without you and Mike it is I'm, for all those young parents out there that are listening in um, it is you are in the trenches it's tough yes. <laughs> it is tough and um, I, I just remember thinking like I remember telling my kids like okay someday God did not give give you to me so that you sit here and argue and hate each other <laughs> Like, you are to love each other, and I want you to grow up and be friends. So yes, get yes. it together. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just, I just remember the intensity. But as they grow to be adults, and I know you're experiencing this, too, because you have two amazing kids. Um, they are, it's a delight to, to parent adult kids. It is. I just told Ricky the other day, I go, I just love our kids. And he goes, well, you're the mom. And I looked at him and smiled. And he goes, yes, I like our kids too. <laughs> we just, I, it's a different level you get to experience with them and enjoy. I feel like I'm enjoying them now. Like, as humans. Yes, as humans. As adults who are like making their own choices. Yes. And you still get to guide and give advice, but now it's just that. I mean, they have to take that and do what they will with it. And I don't know. I just, I find joy in spending time with my yeah. 
grown-up children, where before, you know, you're always, it's always so task-oriented, and you're like, now don't do this, do this, get this ready, go do this, is, is your schoolwork done, did you eat? I mean, it's just constant, and now it's just like, hey, what have you been up to? How's life? You know, how's that class? And you actually have conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. I, I do love this stage in, of, of parenting. So keep it up, young parents. Yes, and don't ever think that you're terrible or somebody else is perfect because you never know what's going on behind the scenes. No, you do not. And I... <laughs> oh, no. I would say we. I had to ask for forgiveness. Mike has had to ask for forgiveness oh, of our children, oh, like, a lot. <laughs> we did not do it right, and no, in a lot of ways. And I think that's where, like... God's grace over our children. Um, They become amazing adults in spite of ourselves sometimes. And also, I have to say how much, like, even you and Mike have um, influenced, helped my children. I mean, to me, it's always been amazing. They always say a village helps raise a child, but it's true. I mean, all your friends do that little something that your kids are like, oh, my gosh, you know, so-and-so just said this to me or... um, they just shared this with me. I mean, it's amazing. And in some respects, so thankful for friends because when my kids would listen to me, they would listen to the friends. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you for saying that. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is so true. I feel like I'm, I know I'm thankful for the village around my kids because yes. you're exactly right. You can't always tell them the stuff because they don't want to hear it from you. Um, but yeah, and they, uh, your friends can love your kids in a really special way. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. Um, okay. Last question. We're headed down the mountain a long, long time from now when you get to heaven. Um, what do you want God to say to you? Oh my gosh. I am probably too simple. <laughs> I just want him to be happy to see me. <laughs> I just want him to be like, Louie. Yes, that's what I want. So I love that. I it just reminds me of a parenting tip I learned when I was really a young parent that you should light up when your kid enters the room. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's how I feel. I just want them to. I want God to be just so happy to see me. (laughs) It's been so long. (laughs) That is a beautiful picture. I love that. That's so good. And that's going to happen. Yes. That's so good. Well, thank you for podcasting with me. Yes, Candace. (laughs) I did it. I did. I did. So you can edit whatever you want. (laughs) You did great. I love it. Um... Yeah, thanks for listening in, everybody. I'm headed down the mountain. We're going to go, I think this is day 16 of 33. Um, And I am definitely, I definitely hit the wall of exhaustion. So in my time with radiation, my skin is definitely changing. Um, But so far, I haven't had any, like, sores or anything like that that people get sometimes. And um, some nausea, but not too bad. And so it's really like, I feel like, okay, I'm almost, I'm getting there. Man, I'm getting there. It's getting closer. So thanks for listening in, everybody. And thank you for allowing me this opportunity to spend with you, Candace. (laughs) so fun. (laughs) Thanks, Lillian.
Thanks for listening in, friend. I really appreciate it. This is really fun for me. But I hope for you, there's some takeaways on just being a good neighbor. Just somebody who's willing to to jump in and say, yeah, I'll help you out. If you are a cancer survivor, or if you're currently going through cancer, please know that my heart is with you, that my prayers are with you, and that you are more connected than you realize, and you are more loved than you could ever understand. Please tune in next time. We will have a great time on the podcast, driving over the mountain where I get radiation and make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? Have a great day. Thank you.